clothes, right? So she's like, I need more respectable clothes. Like, I, I can't, like, as an adult, just keep walking around with uh, black slacks and a, uh, a, you know, a varsity jacket. I need to fucking actually, like, buy decent clothes. And in, the, in one of the department stores, she runs into this girl named Kirara, or Saramori. Kirara. <laughs> Welcome back to the Anime Summit Podcast. It's your favorite host of the most, Sam, the bomb. And with me this week is my girl, Danny. It's the girls' room. And joining us in the girls' room is Courtney from the Strictly series. <laughs> Courtney from the Strictly series. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys! <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you talk? We didn't hear you. Did you oh, really? Oh my god, I was totally talking. I was like, oh. "Hey!" Oh. <laughs> like, uh oh. I'm just gonna leave it like that. No, I'm, just gonna... <laughs> I'm gonna leave it. I'm just gonna leave it. <laughs> and <clears throat> Amelia from uh, the Otaku Host uh, Club podcast. Girl gang assemble. Girl gang, 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 gang. We haven't had a girl talk, and we were literally just talking about it. Probably a couple years, I think, since Danny mentioned since COVID, when we were doing all those uh, AOQ episodes. episodes. Yeah. Well, now we call them now we call them EX episodes, but back then we called them AOQ. But like, I'm 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 scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. The the Utubbies to to find uh, where that was. Let's see, because I I remember doing the one, and then you did the Sailor Moon Eternal with Kai and Amanda and Chris, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, it was before that I think. But anyway, yeah, dude, it was that was fun. That was fun doing girl talk, dude. It was um. Uh, I remember she was just. <laughs> we had that joke. She was like, "Do you guys? Do you guys own like to own things? Do you guys like to own stuff?" Oh yeah, Sean. Do you yeah. like to own things? Do you guys like to own stuff? Because she was talking about stuff she bought at whatever anime store. Anyways, we got Corny from the Strictly series. From the Strictly series, let me tell you something behind the scenes. Anime Summit behind the scenes. How the, how the sausage could have gotten made. Okay, normally when we collab with other podcasts. We tend to make different kinds of sausages, you know. When it's with, when it's with the Otaku Host Club podcast, it's uh, you know spicy sweet Italian sausage. Oh. When it's with the Strictly series, <laughs> it's a you know pineapple onion sausage, that kind Ooh. of thing. And that sausage almost got made, but then uh, Corny had a baby. I and, did. <laughs> yeah, and we we told y'all that, and that's that's all we wanted to say, obviously, because we didn't want to divulge any other information, but. What, 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 uh, how did that go? Like, did, was it, everything was okay? Everything went, you know, because sometimes, and I, I don't have that kind of body, right? So I'm not, I'm not the kind of woman with that kind of body. So I can't understand. But like, I, I do understand enough to know that sometimes things can go like left or right or a little south and, you know, things can get bad and, you know, it changes your body and things like that. So it's just like, you know, how did that go? Like, you know, 
Don't get too personal, obviously, but you know. Yeah, no yeah. worries. It, it, I'm totally excited to talk about it because it was a wild ride. I don't think any amount of like other people trying to pre- prepare you will actually prepare you for what happens because it's just totally different for each person. I think we were actually on Otaku Host Club with Amelia, Dan, and Jeff when mm-hmm. I was like severely pregnant, like yes. really close to popping. Like, um, like um, you were like, <laughs> we we might ha- we might be able to make the episode or like maybe not. We're not sure yet. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember jumping out of the recording. I'm like, let me preface this by saying one of the uh, – one of the things that you go through in pregnancy that I didn't expect is like not being able to breathe because your lungs are squished. So if I sound winded <laughs> all oh, the time, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but the I whole, remember the whole... you mentioned that a couple of times on your own podcast yeah. and stuff that you always felt like you, you were like, after you had the baby, you're like, I feel so relieved that I can breathe now. Yeah, I, was I, like, can... I promise I'm not running a mile before every record. <laughs> I can do this normal thing that I always did yeah. before now. Yeah. But yeah, the actual experience of like having the baby was wild because at least for me, like my contractions started super like subtly. I was about to go to bed and then I was like, why do I feel crampy every like two to three minutes? And I kind of yeah. panicked. And lo and behold, lo and behold, like it was starting. But then I went to the hospital thinking like, okay, like contractions, like you go to the hospital, like you're told and then they'll, mm. they'll admit you and, you know, get you ready. And they were like, oh, you're not dilated enough. You have to go home. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> it's, like it's one o'clock in the morning. Family, I, I'm, I'm already I'm, here. Am I going like, to be just, okay? <laughs> just put me in the room. Just, I don't care which room it is. <laughs> Stop playing with me. And it was crazy because I ended up laboring at home for like 24 hours and the contractions at least for me, like it sucked. It was really, oh, really honey. intense. Um, mm-hmm. But by the 24 hour mark, I was like, fuck this. I can't do it. I'm going back to the hospital. I'm going to see if they can let me in. And luckily they could. Um, and then sure. I ended up getting an epidural because like, I'm like, hey, modern medicine, like if I don't have to go through pain, I don't want to. It was amazing. And even though I had like a really lengthy like uh, laboring process, the actual like delivery was fast. He was out in like 20 minutes. So yeah. at least that part was super easy. So Sick. I would say it was... Um, it was very unexpected, everything that happened leading up to him, like, you know, being born. But it was it was it was an experience. I, I don't know if it was like a, an amazing one because it's just like so much craziness going on from start to finish. But having him here with us is like the most amazing part. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I think I made my mom wait a very long time in the hospital. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I think mine was. I think my mom had a uh, a C-section with me. I think I'm pretty sure she did. But like, oh, that's rough. Yeah, yeah one I've thing he- I've heard about that. Yeah, one thing she told me that she did a lot when she was pregnant with my older brother was she chewed ice a lot, and oh. she chewed ice. She liked to, wanted to chew ice. Yeah, and which is really funny because like when I was a senior in high school, I went to an alternative high school, so like. 20% of the girls that were in my grade were pregnant, you know? Um, okay. And, like, I would, during lunch, I would run to the gas station across the street, and I'd, I'd go to every, up to every one of them and go, like, do you want something from the gas station? And I'm not going to say her name, but this one girl, who we're still friends, I'm still friends with her, she was like, can you just give me a cup of ice? I just want, and get the biggest cup. And I'm like, okay. And I would always get her a cup of ice, because that's what she wanted. She wanted to chew ice. But when that's she was so pregnant with me, my mom drank, um, the little Coronas, the little tiny, tiny Coronas beers, you know? Oh, like the baby bottles? Like yeah. Not, not little baby bottles, but like the tiny ones? Yeah, the doctor was like, yeah, it's fine. 
And I think I turned out okay somewhat, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but she also ate a lot of Whoppers. She wanted a Whopper. She, oh, was that her craving? Whoppers? Yeah. And she would tell my dad on the way home from work. And she calls him, because my mom's Mexican, she calls my dad Poppy, you know? And she go, Poppy, I want a Whopper. <laughs> and, and get two of them so I can put them together. You know, because back then I don't think they had the double Whopper. But um, So I was originally supposed to be born, like... A, a week after my actual birthday, but I said no. I'm ready to come out now. And yeah, you did one of those things. Like, and you knock it on the door. Yeah, and it was snowing, so like it was like a pretty bad blizzard and and everything. And my mom is in labor, and um, you know, my mom's ready to go to the hospital, and my dad's outside shoveling. But oh instead God. of shoveling, instead of shoveling the front stairs my dad's shoveling the back porch and my mom's like what are you doing like why are you shoveling the back steps i'm pregnant she's about to come out of me you need to be shoveling the front steps like what are you doing yeah it was oh no it was yeah she's coming now yeah (laughs) go to the front (laughs) speaking of uh corny and being pregnant around that time too like um and you guys were on the Otaku Host Club podcast. That's kind of how, like, I was in the Discord checking up on things and checking up on Courtney in Strictly Series Discord. And that's when I saw you guys were on that episode. You are like, hey, like, you know, we haven't been doing our own podcast, but we've been guesting on others. And that must have been around the time because our episode was going to be, like, the ones that you guys were going to be on mm-hmm. was going to be a SmackDown, and that was going to be a, a big, long episode, right? So, like, it made sense. To not be on that one. That's just like, you know. But that's kind of how I saw the Otaku Host Club podcast. And I was I was like, okay, let me holler at let me holler at Chiguala right quick. And then <laughs> Corny tagged um Amelia and I was like, mm-hmm. girl, holla at holla at me right quick. And then it was like it was like, you know, that scene in Step Brothers was like, Did we just become best friends? Yup. <laughs> and then me and Amelia did karate in the garage for like Oh my god. An hour. And we built bunk beds, um, but we built them better. Nobody <laughs> <Yeah>. died. <laughs> <laughs> so like and and it was cool too because like then we were able to have them on for a SmackDown, which just came out a couple weeks ago, which was super funny. That was a funny SmackDown. People were mad. People Oh my god. Dan was on his game that day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dan was. Dan was so funny, and your guys's chemistry with each other is also fucking hilarious because. Oh my gosh. Dan will say something, and then Amelia will be like, "Oh God." <laughs> it's literally the chemistry that Nick and I. Yeah, have. Nick and Dan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Literally, I, I'm just like, "What are you doing, bro?" Like, I know. I've known him for like so long he used to play in um in a punk band and me and my boyfriend used to be in the punk scene and um so my boyfriend would do a lot of art for um a lot of bands that dan puts out hell like, yes. i think he just he just did art for something for dan like a month ago so we've been friends for a super long time <laughs> that's super dope i i love to pick on him it's like it's very satisfying <laughs> <laughs> it tickles that right that that perfect you don't hurt your funny bone, but it tickles the funny bone just right, you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I uh, wish I was more involved in our local hardcore scene and stuff like that. I want to start designing more, like, flyers and things like that for for them and such. But, mm-hmm. uh, dude, Amelia, you also have, like, 
uh, aside from the podcast, like you also have, I think you have like a job job, right? And then you also have your own business too, Lude Drip. Yeah. I have like two, I have two jobs. So I have like my job job, which is um, at the screen printing shop that I work at. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So I used to, um, I primarily like load shirts on the presses, but recently I've been doing more managerial stuff. Um, and then my second job to like fund my side business is um, at an organic grocery store. <laughs> For sure. Um, it's a really small chain called Moms. Um, and then, yeah, so that funds uh, most of my hentai streetwear brand. And I started that back in COVID because with my stimulus check, I got myself an iPad and started drawing digitally instead of traditionally. Okay. And let's – can we just – because me and Danny were talking about this like a couple months ago about like COVID shit and how like that just changed a lot of things. Right. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember when we were talking about it. We just were, but, uh, that was fucking wild. Okay. Because yo, and and me and that literally changed my life. (laughs) We were, me and Danny were recording machines, dude. We were recording extra episodes just like this one. We, yeah. Two to three times a week. Yeah, I mean, like, you kind of had to to stay, like, sane. I would, we would, re- I, we would record, like, two or three times a week on different podcasts. We would record, um, and we, like, just got our podcast off the ground. We had been talking about it for, like, five years before COVID um, because we've always wanted to do, like, panels at cons. Um, and we were like, oh, well, if we have a podcast, that would be, like, a really good way to work both of those things in together. Yeah. So. And you should go back and listen to this when you get a chance, or whoever hasn't listened to this yet, if you're listening to this now. We did one during COVID where we had the basis from the band Tsunami Bomb on, and um, one of my favorite punk bands as a kid growing up, okay? And uh, he was telling us, like, how, because he had just gotten Tsunami Bomb back together because they were broken up for a while, and then COVID halted everything. And then their lead singer... Oubliette, you know, she was going to leave the band because she was starting her restaurant and her restaurant was about to open. And then the pandemic hit Uh, and he talks about that. It dude, it sucked. I was like, fuck. Anyways, let's, let's talk about that for a minute. Okay. Just because real quick, because like we had to, Oh, I was, you know what, uh, who else I was talking about it with? I was talking about it with Trisha too, because Trisha, that's, I think that's around the time Trisha started her OnlyFans. Which she's kind of like revamping soon, I think. But like um, my partner Trisha, for those who don't know, and um, if you like big butts, you know, go su- go subscribe. But anyways, mm-hmm. um, like we were talking about, like how people had to, like they had to. Oh, you know what? We were talking about the card game market because I was like, babe, I need to go through my Pokemon cards and I s- see what I got down there because uh, I think I should get rid of them, you know. Um, there's a couple of them in, in there that have gone up in price and whatever. And we were talking about how people have like kind of ruined the card game market. And it's like, she, she kind of set me straight and she was like, yeah, I don't know if people really ruined it. People had to do what they had to do to survive. And I was like, wow, you're right. You're right. I'm ignorant as fuck. Like, that's exactly what we had to do. People, you know, started investing in Pokemon cards and going thrifting. And now you can't go into a thrift store without, you know, paying more than you normally would you know like five ten years ago going into their story was way different you know and 
people went into their business for their own. I started investing in my art more too, you know, and I've same gone way better at it. And like, I think uh, I have like some prints for sale now and stuff. And I've I've done a couple of zines since then. And I think it's just wild, man. I think, uh, you know, my manga style peaked like when I was like 20, 19 or 20 years old. I couldn't get better at it. I don't know why. But then when I bought Clip Studio Paint, I've like improved a lot, right? And then I made our I made our new logo, which we have now, and some of the merch that's on our going to be on our store soon. Oh my god, those are sick as fuck! I'm so you saw excited. those, right? I mean, I, yeah. I was a little proud of that one. I was like, <laughs> you should be, you should be. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, you know, I want to do some other general weeb wear, but I just think it was really. I think it's really cool. I think more people should be. The, the reason I bring it up, right, is because um, when I was looking at Lou Drip, uh, and you had kind of mentioned we were kind of talking about it in the, the one channel, uh, more people should be unashamed to wear this kind of stuff, right? And my, <laughs> my brother recently has been getting more into more into anime, and he's like, he's like, I'm going to be that dude. I'm going to be that 40-year-old guy with anime figures of Bochi and whatever i'm like dude but you like Bochy yeah. because you relate to her right and he's like yeah like I, lo- I love her a lot she's like you know and I, I relate to her character because of this and this that or the other thing and i'm like bro we went we've been through a pandemic we've been through a bunch of crap in the last five years by the figure just like yeah, literally <laughs> me and me and him in particular but you know our relationship has gotten better in the last couple of years and I'm like, dude, just buy it. Just fucking buy it, bro. Just go on, go on Enhentai, make an account, save all of your favorite doujins, and just read them. <laughs> just I think be that's unashamed. One of the Who cares, man? Just that's do it. That's kind of like my I whole vibe. About... Oh, you're, well, Corny, you mean it's your whole vibe? No, I was me. Uh, Oh, that was Amelia. Go ahead. Go ahead, Courtney. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I think that's, like, one of the best (laughs) things about the anime community is compared to other fandoms out there, like, anime fans are so open to that stuff. Like, it's Mm. just part of the culture of being an anime fan is, like, you love lewd shit. You love degenerate shit. Like, Mm -hmm. a lot of anime, even when it doesn't seem like it, probably has, like, some, some lewd stuff buried in it. Um, And that's, I don't know, I just love the, the openness that the anime community has to that stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And more than not. Okay. It's just that the, like some, once in a while I'll get a, like I made a short, an anime sh- or a YouTube short on our, on our channel of me opening the, my Nishizawa Chan figure. And somebody was like, I won't say the screen name or anything, but like, obviously like my voice is still very masculine. So like, I don't have, I don't take HRT. So like, he was like, you're a grown man, like getting excited about a little girl figure, get help. And I was like, bro, like, I'm just, I'm just going to delete this comment. Yeah. Like we're, (laughs) we're not going to go there. Like, I'm not going to engage this. Like, like, are we not at the point where like we're past shaming people for the things they enjoy? If someone enjoys it and it's not hurting them, like who cares? Like, I don't, I'm I'm not a big sports fan, but I don't shame people for loving football or loving soccer or baseball. Like if do you, I don't care. Right. And I'm, I got a thought about that. But I want to hear what Moe Soda has to say because you said that's my whole vibe. And I 100% agree. Like, I I follow the Lou Drip TikTok and <laughs> your TikTok, obviously, because we just made a TikTok about by – By the way, uh, follow us on TikTok, okay? 
Yeah, um, but anyways, <laughs> no, the, I the, and I think that's why me that's that's the one area or one of the areas where me and Amelia was like we were clicked. We were like, oh fuck yeah, bro! Like that's what's up. No, like, be be ho- loot on main, be horny on main. Ho is life. Who literally <laughs> gives a fuck? Like Hashtag just do what you want to do. Fuck you, like, bro. <laughs> yeah. No, so I I started blue drip not because like I love hentai and that's like my favorite thing in the whole world or yeah. anything, but I do um I do wish that people had more confidence in themselves to do whatever it is that I want that makes them happy and I love drawing you know lewd art lewd girls anime girls big titties whatever um and I wanted to start making money off my art I went to school for illustration like I have a degree in illustration and I literally never used it I worked at Starbucks for eight years and it sucked the entire soul out of me. So as soon as COVID hit, I was like, fuck this. Like, I'm going to do whatever drawings I want to do. I originally, like, wanted to be a tattoo artist. And that's what I was, like, working towards while I was at Starbucks. But then, like, the screen printing job happened. And I was like, I could either do tattooing or I could do screen printing. Both things I want to do. I want to tattoo. I want to have my own brand. And both of those are, like, steps in a direction. Um, So screen printing just happened first. And so Lude Drip happened first. Um, but And then my, like, entire thing for Lude Drip is tits out. Because I saw – I love, like, other, like, hentai brands, like Get Lost Perv, um, whatever, like, whoever else. Like, I love hentai brands. and um, th- But they never do any, like, tits out. Like, I've never seen – shirts that shirts or clothing or anything that's like really fucking cool yeah that are boobies out which is really hard to market on tiktok and instagram yeah but um i don't want to compromise something that means a lot to me because a lot of my characters that i draw and a lot of stuff for ludrip most of the stuff for ludrip is all like very consensual the girls look like they are having such a good time you know what i mean like yeah they are letting their freak flags fly so a lot of the lewd stuff i draw is always just one character with a gratuitous shot of you know tier a right it's never Mm -hmm. a, a lot of the sexual stuff i have done like where it's like uh two or more people doing stuff it's always i want it to look like passionate but like dirty at the same time that kind of thing but i tend to like a lot of the loose stuff i do draw lately especially has just been like a girl in some really sexy outfit just like being really happy and horny and whatever and that's like that's all that's i'm that's hot to me man solo stuff (laughs) is super hot to me but like yeah, no, absolutely, 100% what you just said, what you mm-hmm. and Courtney just said, like, absolutely. And Courtney said something just a second ago that made me think of this TED Talk I just watched. Um, not though I didn't watch the whole thing, but it was just, like, a section of it. And I don't remember her name, forgive me. But she was talking about... <laughs> it's so funny this is that we're bringing this up in the girls' room. Because um, Danny had mentioned, that, like mentioned that before we when we were planning it but like um and and i'm glad that people are more people are recognizing it now especially a lot of more mask and and masculine people and men are recognizing it now in our in otaku community but like um that stuff aside she was talking about the term fangirling and today i learned okay you three might have known i did not know because again (laughs) Most of my life, I was trying to be a man and trying really hard to be a man. But, like, um, like she was talking about fangirling and how, like, how that's seen as, like, a weird 
sometimes like it can only it, it's seen as like a negative. It's like oh, there's uh, Courtney fangirling again. Well, oh my god, she's going crazy, right? <laughs> and it's like it's why is it seen as a negative for girls or even gay men? Let's say mm. to scream at a Ed Sheeran concert or whatever. Why is that seen as like, oh, God, these girls are crazy for like crying at Justin Bieber or whatever. But then when men take off their shirts and paint their faces at a football concert and they're screaming drunk, that's like normal. Well, don't you know, Sam, like that's the difference that's between femininity and masculinity. Like, oh, you're right, Danny. My bad. That's so you're right. (laughs) Like, it's yeah. Like sarcasm aside. Right. That was like her. That was like her. Um her presentation and then (laughs) it turns out that like the word hysteria because that kind of fangirling or whatever is called when women are in hysteria or when someone is in hysteria it it comes from the word like i forget the 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 original word but it was a thing that you could diagnose women with like in the 60s yeah they would if if a if a if a woman was having fun hoeing it up, screaming in excitement for whatever reason, crying from happiness or whatever the fuck, a doctor would just would would diagnose them with quote unquote hysteria. And then when you get your when when cisgendered women get their uterus removed for whatever reason, right? We're not gonna get into it, but like, you know, they call it a hysterectomy. Oh, they take their hysteria out of you. Yeah. Fuck that. And I was like, she was saying all that, and people in the audience were like, oh. And I was like, today I learned. I could not believe it. Why is that? So so when men are horny, and they're out there hoeing and, 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 and fucking and farting and doing whatever the hell, it's like, <laughs> it's like a bro thing. It's like, oh, hell yeah, bro. You, you, getting, you getting mad, you know, vagina, whatever the hell, right? But then, like, if women do it, it's like, oh, that's gross. You're a slut. Yeah, yeah, I am. And what? What are you gonna do? You gonna tell me to put my oh. my vag away, my tits, my penis away? My dick's bigger than yours. That's why you're mad. That's why I tell him. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's such a weird thing, right? And I'm glad that in the in our discords, especially, I don't ever feel that way. I don't ever feel ashamed to be like, guys, I like this figure. Look at his fucking titties. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I don't ever feel that way. In our community, I don't feel, I feel that- like all of us, like as podcasters, like in like whenever I listen to everybody's episode, it like we all bring together like the same energy. Like we're respectful of you. You're respectful of us, you know? Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. And now, obviously, if I said some out of pocket shit, I would assume the three of you would like call me out and be like, yeah, that's a little weird. But like, you know, like, <laughs> you know, in the meantime, I never feel that way, nor in the in the short time that I've been talking to Amelia, especially. I've never felt ashamed or I've never felt less of a woman. You know what I mean? Like, I've never felt less than. And I've I've always been, like, encouraged by the three of you, you know? So, like, I I don't feel that way. I don't feel unsafe. And I think that's, like, I think that should be, that's, like, really important. And I, I, I said this on a solo cast one time, and I can't remember which solo cast I said it in. Or if I said it on a newscast, it might have been a newscast back when I did them. But I I basically was like, hey, like, 
we can have safe spaces like that's that's good for everybody right having a safe space is good but we need to take spaces bro we need to take spaces sib you heard me family we need to take spaces and we need to hoe it up just hoe it up and by hoe it up i mean let's not just jizz everywhere okay that's gross but like let's (laughs) <laughs> let's 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 have open spaces for not even just asexual people but like aromantic and asexual people too people who don't necessarily want to be horny on main and they're okay with it you know what i mean that kind of thing and then let's throw the word fangirling out the window actually no let's keep it let's reclaim it and let's just call everybody that because that's what everybody is when we see our favorite characters on the screen when we saw levi take down the Beast Titan in two seconds by cutting his ass up. I fangirled. Who else fangirled? Oh, God. I jizzed yeah. in my pants. Oh, yeah. Good shit. Wow. Am I the only <laughs> one that doesn't like Attack on Titan? You might be. Oh, I was, I was actually be. thinking about this earlier. I was like, if we bring up Levi, I got to say my piece. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like <laughs> he is such a hot husbando hot as fuck but i feel like in bed he would lay there really still and not do anything he might be not he might be a bad lover he, he might be he gives that energy you know what i mean like it's so funny that you say that because that's carl's like that's his number one husbando <laughs> he, just, he loves levi he's so open about it. like everyone knows like he is yeah we ping him levi we ping girl, him. like for sure and carl carl I love that man. He's so nice and he's so sweet, but he's a fangirl. Yeah, <laughs> we are. We are. We are. Everyone is a fucking fangirl. If you listen to this podcast with us four bitches right now, you're automatically a fangirl. Too late. That's the rule. You're done. Hundred percent. You're already and to a fangirl. To your point, Sam. Like I think we're at a point where we're starting to blur the line between like what types of characters or genres of anime can be enjoyed by women and which ones can be enjoyed by men. Like, I don't think it's, it's like that anymore. I mean, it still exists to a certain degree, but I know plenty of guys who love like slice of life romance anime or love cute girls doing cute things. And I'm like, I don't care. That's great. Or like Carl, for example, again, like he's so open about like my husband is Levi. Like <laughs> Levi's the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and believe it or not, I was, the kind of person who didn't like those kinds of shows. And I'm not sure what it is the about or how, Ni- how, how Nick convinced me, but Nick was the one who convinced me to like those. He, he is the manliest man I know. You know what I mean? Like he, he was the one who was like, no, Sam, don't be a bitch. Just put on K on watch it. <laughs> He's like, if anything you'll enjoy it because it's music and you're a musician. And I'm like, okay, whatever. You're a fucking bitch, whatever. And I loved it. I love it. I like Bochi more now, though. But you know, like that aside, <laughs> that is such a good that is such a good fucking point. Like we are we are blurring those lines. Like I said earlier, like my brother, like I was telling him, like, dude, just buy the fucking figures, but fucking buy it, fucking buy it. Who cares? Like, just fucking do it. Just fucking hey. If you're Speaking listening, of like- you're listening right now. You got that shit in your cart. Just hit it. Hit buy now. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, Danny. Um, go ahead. Speaking of like masculinity and like guys liking you know romance slice of life um i got my partner james to watch uh my love story with yamada kun yeah oh that's so good oh okay hell yeah yeah and like like we watched it together because james you know he's so cute he's pretty (laughs) 
What did you say, Song? That show is so good. It's so cute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's it underrated. Is. It is. Yeah. Um, it's so underrated. It's so good. Um, but, like, a little bit of backstory on what James, like, what he likes and stuff. He likes, you know, he likes Sword Art Online. He likes, um, One you piece. know, the, the what, like, well, he is watching One Piece currently, so... Um, but he likes, like, his favorite show is Bleach. Like, he likes the shonens a lot. Like, he likes mm-hmm. the fights. Um, you know, so he's, he, that, he's definitely in that demographic of, like, Me too. guys wanting to be drawn to, um, you know, the more shonen-y, action-y type of shows where, like, you know, I can't get him to watch Fruits Basket with me. Like, that's not going to happen. Like, he has just has no interest in, like, any of those types of shows. You're missing out, yeah, James. You're missing out. Fruits Basket is Miss, so good. You're missing out, bitch. <laughs> I know. I know. Don't even get me started on Fruits Basket. This would turn <laughs> into a Fruits Basket podcast again. Um, but, yeah. But when I watched Yamada-kun, um, also a little bit, background on james james plays video games and he does play quite often um some mmo games yeah he and i play the final fantasy online mmo together 14 so or whatever yes yeah. yeah and um around that time like we were really like that's pretty much the game that we were playing almost every every day and then when yamada-kun was airing this was about, you know, a girl who recently broke up with her boyfriend and now she's going to this MMO game and stuff. And they're at the end of like the first episode, um, you see uh, Akane like going through the hairstyles for her character. And like, she's like, all of these are ugly. I, I like, these are so basic, like all the free ones. And then like, she realized that some of like, the more fashionable ones you have to pay for. <laughs> and yeah, then always, literally, literally, I like can totally relate to that because that's <laughs> me. Like I am such the person where I I want my character to look aesthetically pleasing. You want to stand, like, you want to stand out, yeah. yeah. Literally, mm-hmm. I do not care if this outfit doesn't give me the stats or like the most powerful like stats in the world i just want my character to look good and i started laughing i'm like babe you have to watch this because this is me like (laughs) this is me as a gamer you would like this because you like me right yeah Yeah. and so like like we watched it and then you know that's kind of when he's like oh wow that was like actually pretty funny so and then that's kind of when we started watching it together and he actually kind of started getting excited for you know to watch it and stuff so because we always like anytime you know demon slayer comes out or you know any any other excuse me um popular shonen uh is out and i'm watching it like he wants to watch it with me yeah so um, he, it's not like he's willing to watch like a slice of life with me. So. Yeah. Well, and also too, like, there. it's not that Danny doesn't like Shonen, right? Cause there's a lot of Shonen out now. That's kind of the way Shonen is defined now is like definitely different it's than totally it was before. Different. Yeah. Cause like we have, we have ones that are just dramas now and whatever. But I would say that like, if, if Danny likes any of the other kind of like, typical action shonen it's the ones that are like i would like to say like 
I would like to say this. If Danny and James <laughs> lived in Japan and they walked into uh, the bookstore or the, the magazine stand, Danny would buy a copy of, like, Shonen Champion or something by Shogakukan, and James would buy a copy of Shonen Jump or a Weekly Jump. You know what I mean? That's kind of, yeah. like, how I see it. Because there are, there are romance that... Are, is published in Shonen magazines in in Shonen Champion so, too. Yeah, yep. And yeah, Danny would yeah. definitely buy like monthly morning to read Saint Young Men, you know, which is like a slice of life <laughs> Shonen. Um, which Danny, we have to watch Saint Young Men. By the way, we have to review Saint Young Men. Okay. Um, the one where Buddha and Jesus are roommates. It's great. Um, oh yeah, so I watched a little bit of that, that one. Yeah, yeah, I watched a little bit of that. It's hilarious. Yeah, like literally fucking Jesus and Buddha just like <laughs> slicing <laughs> life in it up. Like so okay. fucking funny. <laughs> I have a copy of uh, Monthly Morning Two magazine that I got because um, that's the magazine that does witch hat, and it, now Saint Young Men is on Monthly Morning Two. So there's a chapter of saint so young men in it i can't read it obviously because i, can't I will say i yet. i think i think the shonen because i'm definitely not known to watch to what for watching shonen at all like on our podcast in particular you know i i am the girl who is like into the romance into the dramas into the sports shows um you know and and magical girls as well like that yeah. is my aesthetic um, and then you have Courtney, feel... who's all like, "No, JoJo's. We need to watch JoJo's." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but like, I there are, I do watch Shonen. Like, yeah, I do, do watch yeah. Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, you know, I I do watch like Spy Family. Um, you know, uh, like Shield Hero. I kind of watch. Um, you know, but I don't watch like the popular, like the popular ones. The big, like, the big. On Titan. Yeah, the big. Yeah, three like I don't watch Attack on Titan. I watched the first like two seasons. Well, I watched the first season and then I realized, I'm like, okay, so when's the, you know, next season coming out? Because I've finished this. And then like literally the entire internet was like, there's no second season. I'm all like, all right, well, that that's that. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'm, just forget I'm it. not going to invest myself in this anymore. <laughs> no, and then no, no. like, literally four years later oh second season of attack on titan is out and i'm like no i'm okay like this 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 sale has has long sailed like i'm not gonna invest myself into this anymore like you mentioned so. uh james like the uh, sword art online which yes me like, and- he literally he literally has uh kirito's two swords hanging up behind me that's sick so that's sick yeah, um, yeah. Like I, he's a huge uh, SOA fan. I have SAO a fan. I have a couple of white Schwartz decks that are sorted online. One is a Kirito deck, and the other one's an Asuna deck. And nice. Um, I mean, Nick love it, right? But uh, recently on the Otaku Host Club podcast, which I haven't listened to yet, so don't shoot me. But like, uh, <laughs> they did the rise of Isekai, exploring the phenomenon and its impact on anime. Yeah. And I just got to ask, like, what what did you find? Because on, on our podcast, we shit on isekais all the time. We're just like. We really do. Yeah, I mean, like, I do, too. Yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> um, I like, I I love specific isekai if they Same. have That's a me. really good story. Like, Same. I like yeah. the ones that have, like, Same. the best story ever. Because, like, all of the other bullshit in between, I could 
give like I could give two fucks about like I don't care but like the ones with really good stories are the ones that I like and apparently I like a lot of them because I was like going through the list and we were trying to figure out like which shows we needed to watch for the episode and which shows we didn't need to watch and like I didn't need to watch a lot there's like only a very few amount that I have like not seen um that like matter you know like log horizon gate like those are the ones that i haven't watched but like log horizon's like an og one but yeah yeah gate Um, yeah it's like 2015 i think yeah yeah i made dan watch log horizon because i was like i don't know that one i tried to watch um ascendance of a bookworm oh sure danny and nick love that one the first yeah nick really loves bookworm i watched like the first season of bookworm it was okay but i in my opinion i don't it it's really not it doesn't really grab me mm-hmm. whereas um what is it uh, a saint's power is omnipotent mm-hmm. that one grabbed me okay. that one's an isekai but like it honestly the isekai part is like in the very beginning and then all of a sudden like it's just it's literally just like a slice of life romance yeah. just to like get you to that point yeah 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 mm. so i feel like that kind of thing is definitely definitely an exception mm-hmm. um at least for me because i mean mike was also mike and zayla from our discord um they were really pushing me to try and watch that because they knew like i i was super vocal on our disc like on our discord and our podcast that like nope i hate isekais like i'm not watching them (laughs) like why is this main character like why is this person from another world into another world and he's super op like i even watched konosuba and i hated it no i love love konosuba no and and like and that's the thing like everyone's like danny you should watch konosuba it's like making it's literally making fun of isekai and i watched it i'm just like this is stupid like i literally watched the two like i watched all of it i watched two the two seasons of it and i'm just like this is come on (laughs) it's like one of those ones where like they make fun of isekai Isekai for like the first season, and then the second season is literally just Isekai and yeah, you're just, the whole you're just, yeah, yeah. You're just yeah. yeah. I will tell you, I gave okay. I, I'm looking at my list now, and I found it, and I gave oh, and I watched the movie. Wow, I'm more impressed at myself than I see. I haven't even seen the movie. Before. I still haven't seen the movie yet. So um, pretty good. I gave all of Konosuba a five. Dang. Oh. <laughs> no, catering. <laughs> Wait, yeah. so so Amelia, what did, what did you it, and I'll I'll still listen to the episode, right? But like yeah, yeah, yeah. what what was it what was in your findings? Like what did you find what was what was your favorite is what's your favorite isekai now and what did you find in it that made it such a prominent thing that it is now like in your research? So a lot of it has to do with like people not being being fulfilled in like their own lives and not that they like want to escape this world or like go to like that they they not that they know they can go to a new world like these anime characters but just the fact that um they can watch somebody who is just like them like nerdy like antisocial like doesn't have a lot of friends or you know is feeling unfulfilled in their own life um they can watch these anime characters who are basically them go to another world and have a really fulfilling life um and i think it's not that they want to like self-insert i think it's more of just like needing the escape from their own lives into this fantasy land where anything goes or like whatever rules are made up for the world go and um stuff like that so 
Sure. I don't think it's like necessarily about like the the isekai like the other like the going to another world i think it's just like the time away from their own world you know that's really interesting because i feel like at least the isekai that i've watched um you could almost remove the isekai element and just let it be a standalone show and it would be fine but i I wonder if some creators start with the isekai element to have better marketing or to Mm -hmm. you know have better appeal because yeah i feel like some like to your point like konosuba seems to kind of like move on from the isekai part of it once you get further into the show where you don't even need that that aspect of the show that's Mm -hmm. literally what um saint's power is omnipotent is like like they literally didn't really need to put the whole like isekai aspect into it it could have just been a fantasy show Mm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. isekais are weird i do have a recommendation though for danny if you want to watch something oh, with no. James, oh no, um, you should watch <laughs> Sword Art Online Alternative Gun Gale Online. Oh yeah, Gun Gale. Sure, yeah. Gun Gale. It's a really, really, really good Sao iteration where the uh, main character is female, and she feels that's the one with the guns, right? Um, it's the one with the like. She's a really short girl. She has a like pink hat like with a like pink bunny ear hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched it and I dropped it. Oh no! Oh. It's so Hatering. good. That's like the best <laughs> Sao. Damn. Come on, fam. Sorry to burst your bubble, man. <laughs> I'll try it again. I'll try it again. If I if maybe uh, I I can I can get James into watching it so because i don't even think james has even watched any of the like continuing uh sao stuff Mm. like i don't ever really see him actively watching any sao um shows that have come out recently so i've heard that like alicization is really good and the new movie that just came out was really good but i haven't checked i haven't checked any of it out dude alicization is wild because it's so the premise is like Kirito gets hurt really bad we'll just say and like so in order to keep him alive they put him in this new kind of VR machine that keeps his fluct light on and the fluct light is basically like the soul Mm. and so he's in this game called Underworld Online and he's basically surviving because of that game and then he meets Alice and um, Eugeo, or you, uh, yeah, Eugeo. And he's like, blonde. we call him Blonde Kirito because it's basically what he is. Um, but like, it's really good. It's it's really cool. And then they have to get in there to rescue him, and it's it's wild. Um, but more and more about Akahiko Kayaba is like revealed in that that arc. And so the new movies are cool too because one complaint a lot of people had about the original sorted online when they were uh, in Ironcrad was that there was a bunch of holes because they kept skipping floors or whatever the hell, which I think was a weird complaint. I don't really care about that, but the progressive movies fill in those gaps is what those are. Yeah. But, um, yeah, dude. So, I mean, my favorite isekai right now, though, is Mushoku Tensei. Oh, that shit is so good. Jobless. So fucking good. Danny and Nick. Well, I don't know. Not maybe not Danny as much, but Nick is always trying to get me to watch. It's like, Sam, you like it? You're 
Oh, is Whatever. that the jobless one? Yeah, jobless mm-hmm. reincarnation. Yeah. 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 I think Musoku yeah. Tensei stands out among Isekai because the writing is phenomenal. Like the oh, first yeah. season, it's, it's a slow burn in the beginning, but the payoff is phenomenal. Like you need all yeah. of that stuff in the beginning to appreciate what happens later. We sure. have like a yeah. hot so, takes episode coming out where I talk about Mushoku Tensei. <laughs> so oh, nice. Uh-oh. <laughs> preview, 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 um, preview. <laughs> yeah, th- this is, yeah, Jobless is definitely, I would say, probably one of the few isekais that I do watch. Uh, and and just as Courtney has stated, like, it's, I think it's because of the writing and how, how the story is told. Uh, and also, you know, Rudy is just a lewd, like, horny little boy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> they put, like, a horny, like, 40-year-old man into a horny 13-year-old's body. Year old? Like, yeah, there's exactly. got to be at exactly. least a little bit of lewdness. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's fine. Give me a I, little I, bit I, of lewdness. I think, I think, I, I think Nick definitely definitely likes it more than me i mean i i'm just curious like i really want i i'm i'm just kind of like along for the ride like i i'm i'm invest it's season two i'm invested in this already so i kind of like want to see like where it goes really so because there are there are like some contexts that we still don't know about like why did you know rudy's uh home like hometown like vanish and and you know Mm -hmm. like why did like his whole family just like all of a sudden just vanish and like got transported into like different places of the 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 earth that they're part of and stuff Mm -hmm. like that so like there's just like a lot of mystery going on and you know the second season is like like literally rudy is just you know getting over a freaking breakup that like Loki kind of didn't really happen like they weren't really (laughs) official but it's all like he's still like mourning over it so Mm -hmm. there's still like teen drama and stuff Mm -hmm. yeah Mushoku Tensei (laughs) has like really good world building like it it reminds me of like Made in Abyss's world building and I Mm -hmm. love that yeah Mm. yeah and like literally every single character on screen matters like they always come back around Mm -hmm. and it's so satisfying that like the world is so well crafted that like the characters like every single character matters like a lot of times anime doesn't give a shit about that anymore and it's like really right. really Even if awesome it's a side character yeah so. it's like really awesome when like they can take the time and really like flesh out a story like that yeah i i would say like i uh, getting off of the isekai train but um haikyu does really good world building like that um with their like with the teams that like Karasno faces like they make you care about the opposing team it's all like why are you doing this to me like why are you making me care about this team that I know is going to lose against Karasno because this show is about Karasno and they need to be at the top like stop giving me you know these sad stories on the opposing team and why they are here at the championships when we know that they're gonna lose and stuff like stop that. making me care question. about the team uh, yeah stop that making i'm supposed me to be rooting against these non-important people like <laughs> <laughs> i have a question about haiku where i'm like so i've never been a big sports anime person but i'm trying to get myself into genres that i've never really tapped into so sports of course is one of those and i started with haiku because you know everyone has spoken so it's highly popular, about it yeah it's literally the most re- relevant sports show 
on the planet right now. One thing yeah. I can't understand, and this is a good thing, why is it so fucking good when all that you see is volleyball? There's nothing, at least where I'm at, <laughs> I finished the second or third season. There's like not much about like the characters' lives and all this stuff, but it always kind of focuses on them in relation to volleyball. So I figured like, oh, that's going to be boring. But no, like it's so good. And I can't understand yeah. why it's so good. It's just, it's they're just so passionate about the sport themselves like they want to achieve in doing well and I'm gonna quote Pokemon they want to be the very best (laughs) (laughs) so and and the and especially like with you know Karasuno you know Karasuno in in the beginning of the show like we see Hinata watching um you know, a tournament on TV and like Karasuno is like one of the top powerhouse uh, teams in the prefecture and, you know, that that he admired so much. And then once he finally got to Karasuno, you know, they're at the very bottom now, like all the good players are gone, you know, the current team has no coach and everything. So it's literally like that whole underdog aspect kind of thing. And, you know, they want to, you know, they want the audience to root for the underdog. Uh, So, but the thing I feel, and from watching other sports shows, the thing I feel that that Haikyuu does differently is they, they show struggle with the, like, underdog team that is the sole focus of the show, you know, Right, I th- I think um, at the end of season one, Karasuno loses to um, Oikawa's team, and instead of like the other way around, like in sports shows, a lot of like the underdog teams, they they're always winning, they're always winning no matter what, like they're always like you know achieving. They're not there's like not a lot of stakes. Whereas with Haikyuu, they they make like the writer wrote that to make Karasuno lose because it's all like no you guys you guys are good now but you guys need to be great like you need to understand what loss feels like and that's what Haikyuu does really really well it's a bit more and, realistic the, yeah, yeah, yeah and, the struggle needs to be a little bit more you can't just struggle and then win all the time. Like the struggling has right. to like lead and, to a loss. And that's at some point. why, like, I feel you know, the Courtney. The more you watch it, like, you are totally going to care about like the opposing team so much. Like, you you are going to see, and it's going to be a wonderful ride for you. Yeah, and I've been loving it so far. <laughs> and I think one thing so. that I find addicting about the show is the way they animate the actual volleyball like games it's and the so sound design. Good. Like when it's someone so spikes the ball, I'm like, ooh, that sounds so yeah. good. <laughs> like you you feel like you're there, honestly. Yeah. Like you feel like you're in the bleachers watching the game. Um, uh, Shocking and I did do um, an, ep- an episode on the Haikyuu to the top uh, most recent series that is oh, out yeah. right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and we were talking like whenever we watch matches, we feel like where they actually there rooting for our boys. Like, yeah, that's like our boys. Like, let's go. Like, I'm so proud of them kind of thing. 
So because like we we're we've seen them like lose tremendously. We've watched them, you know, do their training arc and like even in their training arc, I don't know if you're in the training arc right now. Um I don't know where you kind of like left off really because I know like the second season is more of their summer training with like um Nakamura and the other the other team that's from like Tokyo and stuff. I think that's where I left off I finished that training arc I think okay okay so you met like Bakuto and like the got like the guys from Nakamura um yeah and all that okay um, yeah, so like, you know, you've seen them struggle in in that training arc because they were not good in that training arc either. Like they kept all the practice matches that they kept uh, like doing and, and like and everything like that. They were o- they were always the team that were doing like the the um, the dive slides like they were always running be- like all they were all doing the penalty exercises after they lost like no matter what because they were not good (laughs) so and then once you get into like the second the third season you know that's when like shit hits the fan and then once you get to like to the top oh like it's even more like intense shit and you actually feel like you're there and you're just rooting for your boys because you want your boys to win and stuff yeah, I'm excited so. to keep watching it. Also, I'm a huge Kagayama yeah. fan because he's the Sundere, so yes. I, love, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love I love all of them. I love all the boys. What's so. the other sports anime that Danny likes? Is Yamamushi Pedal. Yamamushi Pedal's good too. Yeah. Um, although with Yamamushi Pedal, um, like the the latest, where where is it? Oh, I'm like going way too far on my list. Um, they, uh, Yamushi Pedal, they, the their third years are like gone now. So for me, it the show, the show is fine, but it's I to me, I feel like it's not as good without like their, um, their like powerhouse th- third years. Because uh, they their third years had such uniqueness to them, um, so and the the episode like the seasons that are coming out now is definitely centering more on uh, like the other characters, and they also brought in um, new characters as well. So it's okay, but I think like the earlier seasons were like a lot better in my opinion it's still a good show if you want to watch like butts you know swerving back and forth like there are (laughs) definitely a lot of butt (laughs) shots in this one so um yeah and i mean of course like there's uri on ice and all the other good um, kuriko's no basket is is another good sports show which uh production ig did Kuriko no basket and they also did Haikyuu so if you're liking Haikyuu Courtney you might like Kuriko no basket yeah so. I'll have to check that one that one's like a long-standing sports anime like, like a classic yeah. Right? yeah yeah it's like a it's it's a lot of like basketball manga and anime that have come after that in like weekly shonen magazine and shonen champion things like that have come out because of that like yeah. Like one of the recent ones is Ahiro no Sora. 
and that was a pretty cool basketball oh, yeah. anime. Um, it's based that, on a manga. The first season has like fifty episodes, and I have, and I still haven't w- finished watching. It. I think it stops at fifty because the manga stops. It does stop at yeah, fifty. the manga, the manga still going, I think, which is crazy because it's fifty-one volumes. But like, it's similar to Haikyuu in a sense, where like the main character is. He's a shorty, he's short. but he wants to like yeah. he wants to do all like the dunks and like do all the 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 shooting like and the spikes and whatever. And stuff, yeah. But, yeah. Well, not spikes. It's not volleyball. It's basketball. But like, but no, like in high key, oh. like you know, he's a spike or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but, but yeah, I don't know. Sora, Kurokos in basket. Slam, the slam dunk just came out with that movie too. I want to slam watch dunk was it one so I wanted bad. to watch. But honestly, I really want to. I really want to read Slam Dunk over watching it. I must be I like know, cool because it's yeah, it's the art. I know the is show wild. does not finish, yeah. So, um, but I heard good things about the movie, so I'm excited. Yeah, I heard the movie is sweet. That. But yeah, Takahiko yeah. Inoue. I mean, he's just one of those mangakas that are just like, dude, like <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like yeah. you, you read his stuff and you're just like, there's no way this is fucking real. Like, there's yeah, no way yeah. that I'm, we're being blessed with this right now. Um, but if you've ever read Vagabond, you know, which I haven't finished, but um, allow me to 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 uh, to uh, segue not very gracefully into <laughs> into manga really quick because I'm curious. I know what I I pretty much always know what Danny is reading. <laughs> because if she doesn't tell me, I can see it in Manga Club, in her Manga Club, right? So, like, um, what are uh, you two homies reading? Amelia and uh, Courtney, whoever wants to go first. What, what are you guys or, reading right now? Here's, if an, you here's are. a different question. Do you read manga? <laughs> yeah, do, yeah, yeah. Um, do you, yeah do so, you read? admittedly, I don't, which is why our podcast is called Strictly Anime. <laughs> 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 so it's actually the whole, the whole inspiration for our, our uh, podcast titles. That's so good, actually. Oh, my God. <laughs> and actually, hilarious. I'm pulling up my mail right now. I, in my entire life, I have completed five manga. Okay, I might which... be at the same level as Courtney. Really? <laughs> what? what? Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> Let me check my mouth too. <laughs> okay, Courtney, what, what are the five? What are the five? So I have completed Cardcaptor Sakura a okay. long time ago. Ooh, like back okay, in the well, that's days, an was... important one. So yeah. you're okay. okay. You're, um, you made the list. You passed. I read uh, <laughs> Rohan Goes to the Louvre, which is a like spinoff manga for JoJo because Carl actually bought me it, um, which was so nice of him. And then I oh, read yeah, yeah. JoJo Part 6 because I finished Part 5, the anime, and I had to know what happened in Part 6. Yeah, you got um, impatient. Yeah. I finished Ao Haru Ride or Blue Spring Ride because I watched the anime. That one doesn't finish. Oh. So I was like, I need to know the rest of the story. Yes. And then I read Hi-Fi Cluster, which I actually read as part of my guest spot on Shonen Flop. And so I don't know if you can really count that one because it like was canceled after three volumes, but I, I technically oh. finished it. Okay. Okay. What about uh, you, Amelia? Okay, so out of the ones that I have completed, Promise Neverland. Fuck me up. They're just re- they're reading Love that right now. So we're Club. reading that yeah. for oh, Club right now. It's we actually, so good. We're, we're recording, so for listeners, we're recording on Sunday right now, and our, our club meetings are on Sunday. So we're going to be reviewing um, where... 
we're going to be talking about uh what is it um volumes 13 to 15 so chapters 107 to 133 is what we're discussing right now hell yeah promise neverland is so good okay what else you got um completed to love rue fuck me up with that series nice I yes love it. Oh. <laughs> um this other one it was like a three three series three like volume manga um love in the hell it's it's just about a little succubus girl sure. um and then uh we did a like creator spotlight on junji ito so i've read most of the junji ito manga Um, But what happens to me is um, I like a series. I see it in a manga. The anime is not out yet. So I start reading it like Zom 100, um, (laughs) Kaguya-sama, Dr. Stone, um, Kakegurui. um, And then the anime comes out and I stop reading. (laughs) (laughs) You stop reading. (laughs) Yeah. Dude. But um, the one, the the manga that I usually keep up with, um, there's this one called um, Kaiju Girl Caramelese, um, which is about a girl who turns into basically Godzilla when she is in love or when her heart beats oh really fast. Oh my God, what? Oh my God. And that, is some, that is such a Psalm read right now. <laughs> it is such, a, such a cute shoujo. Like there's like, like bubbles, love bubbles everywhere, fluffy pancakes. Like it is so cute. <laughs> Oh my god! And then um, the other one that I have been trying to get a hold of um, whenever I have time is Dead Dead Demons Dead 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 Destruction. Oh okay, yeah, they read that in um, Manga Club as well. Yeah, and they loved it, which I have not uh, read, but they keep telling me to read it. Um, so do we want to talk about what manga I've completed? No, we don't need to go through our list. No, we, our lists are our lists are getting Wait, up how there. How many? How many have you completed? Like, what number are you at for completed? I'm at like twenty. Oh, for completed. And then currently reading one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I'm I'm currently reading twelve manga right now. I am, I've completed, and sometimes I don't remember things, so this list could be, like, a little bit longer, um, but. And I do have, like, I will clarify, like, I do have some that, like, are on pause because I'm, I'm waiting for it to, like, either finish or. Start I'm just back up again. Many, yeah, I'm literally just reading too much right now, and I'm, yeah. like, this right now is not, like relevant to me at the moment so it's mm. like on pause yeah sure wait whatever sure. so. what's everybody's anime stats i will uh okay i can i, I can tell you because i pulled up my mouth when we were starting talking about manga but um <laughs> um manga i've completed 32 i'm reading 18 actually 20 because yeah, i started some other ones and then planning on 16 my anime completion is 337 I don't believe that. <laughs> uh, well, it's weird because I, there's a lot of OVAs and movies in there, but you know, yeah, okay. like, yeah. yeah. But uh, no, fuck you, no, for real. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so I've completed 431. Shit. But 
I think Amelia, you have like significantly more, don't yeah, you? Yeah, what's Amelia's I anime? Do, I do have ever? a lot, but that's because I went through a midlife crisis when I was thirty, and I did literally but n- nothing but watch anime for an entire year. Like I sure. sat in my house and watch anime. Um, and me and I always try and check Jan's numbers because I'm always trying to beat him. Um, but right now I'm at five forty one. Holy shit! And I'm watching eleven of the the new seasonals. So. Damn. See, mine I got to update. So I'll probably be like 350 something in there mm. once I do. But yeah, I'm 337 right now. And my watching list doesn't really count because I've, I forgot about it. But yeah, like switching to <laughs> analyst was kind of a really helpful for me. But that's so funny that you say that. Um, midlife crisis thing. Oh, I no. guess nobody wants to know what my stuff is. Oh, Danny, like sorry. What was your anime completed? What was your anime? <laughs> Um, well, so I don't use Mal. Yeah, we use Analyst. The, the stats for Analyst are a little wonky. Um, Just click on Animalist and hover over where it says completed on the left. And oh, the like numbers will appear. Oh, on Animalist? Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So my completed is 499. Okay. Nice. Nice. I okay okay (laughs) that's really good so there was a time where I had to take a break because of school and then (laughs) and then uh when I came back uh I was I told like Salmonic I'm like okay I'm ready like I'm ready to come back but she came back at a point where we were about to do a seasonal review and so we were like well what have you watched like do you want to just take this episode off and she was like, well, we'll see. I'll let you <laughs> no, know. No, I'm good. Yeah. And then and she. And so I. <laughs> Go ahead, Sam. No, no, like. Sorry, no, you tell it. I just. It's so fucking funny. Like... I like. So, like, I was done with school, right? And so I, like, took two weeks out of my time. And I watched, like, 15 shows within those two weeks. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> but, then, but then on the weekend before, she binged, like, five more. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> yeah, it's just, like, she came back with I got a tired time. Eyes. I got time. Like, let's just do this. She and, got on like, the mic, watched, and she like, was like, okay, let's do it. I'm ready to yeah. let's go. <laughs> I wasn't that exhausted. Like, come on. No, it's actually wild that she wasn't. It had to have been a really good season. Well, so it was like Dude, it was our decade spot. It was our decade spotlights, oh, okay, and like, okay. like, and and uh, and around that time, like when when we were doing our decade spotlights, because we were doing um, the years uh, 2010 to 2019. Oh yeah, because we oh. were gearing up for those after, because they it came after yeah. a seasonal. Yeah. Yeah. So, so many anime for that yeah. decade, <laughs> and and there was a lot. So and. Nick had this idea on like doing spotlights from like 2010 to 2015 because in 2016 Anime Summit uh, started their podcast and that's kind of when they started doing the whole seasonal review stuff Mm. and so we were doing like two shows for the spotlights and I was just like super heavy like focused with school because this was this was going to be my career like I I was so hellbound in like passing because I am not good with like school academics. Like I'm, I struggle. Um, so, and like, I'm literally over here at 12 o'clock at night studying, but also I'm trying to like watch seasonals, but also watch like decade spotlight 
you know, shows and stuff that are like 25 episodes. And I'm just like, guys, I can't do this. Like, I need to step back. I can't. So, um, yeah. So that's, and then all of a sudden that's when like, I was just like, okay, I'm back. Like, I'm ready. I am going to do this. (laughs) And I literally just knocked out like 15 shows so that I can put it on my decades list. Well, then some of them were for that. Dedication. Some of them were for that seasonal app coming up too, right before it. So it was like a bunch of hooliganism. Um, I I tend to, when with my anime watching, I tend to be like the overachiever me too a little oh, bit me too <laughs> i was gonna say you and amelia huh jeez i will get through the show if i can put it on my completed we're gonna do this yeah, i'm the same way i'm definitely a completionist <laughs> um i was gonna say earlier <clears throat> excuse me um Amelia said something about a midlife crisis or whatever. And oh, yeah. Yeah, midlife crises aren't funny. But, like, I do remember a time where, like, just to go back to the manga part a little bit, like, a, a lot of the things that I'm into anime and manga now, the reason I'm into them the way I'm into them now is because there was a time when I was a kid in junior high, you know, we kind of went through this phase where, like, at least I did. Um, I think Danny has, too, because I think her and I have talked about it before but like you know you get into high school you kind of decide that anime and manga is not cool anymore you know and you kind of just fall off of it and it wasn't until like my senior year that I started getting back into manga again and um whatever so like um but I was really into Fruits Basket and Clam stuff and um I got made I got made fun of you know what I mean like for I got called a faggot and gay and whatever the fuck and um I don't know, Danny really helped me kind of push me back into the, those shows and those manga. And so, like, it's just because, and, and the reason I bring it up, too, is because, you know, you guys are saying, like, oh, yeah, well, I've only completed this many manga or whatever. And when I started on this podcast, that was me, too. Like, the only I've, my completed list for manga was probably, like, you know, 10 or 20 or something like that. I don't know. And I just kind of didn't care about it. I was like, eh, I only care about anime. I just want to watch anime. I don't want to read you know, <clears throat> um, but then when Danny became a host uh, on her podcast, she was like, she had sent a, even before she, even before she became a host, she had shared pictures of her shelf on our Discord, you know. And I'm like, damn man, like I gotta get on that level, like that's, <laughs> she's got all the manga. I literally, she, she I had like a yeah. whole, like a whole bookshelf just dedicated to manga. Like, yeah, hell yeah. It was, like, from top to bottom, and then also, like, literally I had more manga on, stacking on top of the manga that was already, like, there and yeah. stuff. Like, and I, it was and insane. A, a, another reason I bring it up, too, is because as I'm scrolling through my YouTube to reference past things that we've done, <clears throat> um, I remember the New Year's resolution from three years ago where I was like, I want to read more manga. I want to get on Danny's level. You know, I want to get I want to get on that shit. And, you know, we, we, they started manga club back on you know back up again from when we tried to do it the first time and um now my manga shelves look more like look more like danny's probably still not as much but like i i bought like 10 manga the other day yeah and i'm not saying (laughs) and i'm not saying i'm not saying like you know you and amelia or courtney and amelia have to have to but like if i if i were to say like there were some anime or manga that where the manga did it better 
or even ones that actually I can even probably wreck you one that like isn't even an anime and I wouldn't I wouldn't well first of all Witch Hat Atelier is like one I recommend to everyone it's fun it's my favorite so manga good. yeah Kamame so Shirahama is amazing if artist. you want to see like just everything pretty from like the characters to the backgrounds Witch Hat Atelier is so She's like, yeah, she's she's literally one of my favorite artists right now. I even she even does like DC and Marvel covers, and I've bought in those comics just because I want them on my shelf. But <clears throat> um, aside from that, th- that one, like one that I'm reading right now that is just like, uh, or that I've completed reading that I thought was amazing. Where I, if they did an anime of this, I'd hate it. I'd honestly would think it would be shitty. Is uh, Innocent by uh, Yes uh, Shinichi Sakamoto. And it's based on that one's, that one's getting uh, an English release too. Shout out! Shout out! Shout out! Dark Horse! Dark, shout out! Dark Horse! Yeah, comics. Dark Horse. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it follows the life of Charles Henry Sanson, who is the person who like was the Monsieur de Paris. He's like the executor of France, of Paris, and so there's like actual historical things that like that he does like draw and write in it, where mm-hmm. like that actual event happened, and it's like oh shit, like that's fucking wild, right? But, like, it's, like, a shonen, seinen kind of thing, right? It's, like, a – it's it's crazy. And the – Shinichi Sakamoto, the way he draws, is just fucking wild to me. And, <clears throat> like, I don't, I, don't, I don't know what kind of audience that he was trying to cater to when making this. I don't think he cared, honestly. So, like, in terms of, like – I don't know, I tend to recommend this manga more towards women anyway, but, like, I mean, honestly, I recommend it to anyone. It just is fucking, it's the most fucking wild thing ever. I am honestly blessed to have read it. Like, it was Manga Club who, somebody in our Manga Club recommended it, and they read the first however many volumes. And someone had shared a panel in it, and I was like, wait a minute, hold up, what the fuck is this? And then they were like, no, it's called Innocent. And so I started reading it, and then I blazed through it in, like, two weeks. It just was the most wild thing ever. I just shared some images from Innocent. That looks insane. That second one is my favorite. I'm on my Discord now recommending it to our producer, Christella. Okay, yeah, shout out Christella. (laughs) Like, this second image that Danny posted um, is – so the way Shinichi Sakamoto – he doesn't say analogies. He draws them. He doesn't say metaphors. He draws them. So the thing about Charles Henry Sanson is everyone viewed him as this ugly man because he was so he was so okay with executing people when in reality he wasn't. He was fighting with himself every day and <clears throat> whatever. And so this image was – this image you see here is how someone was describing him. They were describing him as the Grim Reaper – how he didn't care. Uh, oh, he doesn't fucking care. Like, there's no way. And it's seriously, every time I fucking look at it, it turns me on. I get so fucking horny. Like, it just, it's so fucking wild to me. It's it's amazing. But, like. So much detail. Dude. Yeah. yeah. Like, this, yeah. and if you, <clears throat> if you go on Na- Naoki Urasawa's website and watch the Shinichi Sakamoto episode, he has his assistants, like, put on these old costumes theater costumes and then he takes a picture of him and that's how he draws it he like draws over it and that's how he does it it's fucking wild it's fucking wild 
It's so impressive because I imagine there's there's a lot of deadlines and things that mangakas need to meet, but the fact that they're dedicating so much time and love and energy into panels like this, yeah. I'm like, props to them. That's that's phenomenal. It's so crazy. That's how I felt when, so we, in Manga Club, we also read Golden Kamui, and that, oh man, what's his name? Um, uh... uh uh, Sataro uh, Noda he literally Noda he is just a history nerd like the way that he is describing a lot of the um, a lot of the Ainu's uh, tools and like rituals and all that kind of stuff it's so well detailed and it's so well thought out and and a lot of the the panels that he draws especially background panels are just so awe-inspiring like there there's this one panel that i remember we were talking about in in club that it was it was a two-page spread and it wasn't anything like miraculous it was just the forest but there was like this like beautiful owl that like his the owl's uh, wings were just like spread across the the two pages and it was just so gorgeous but also noda likes to draw uh muscular naked men and like have a lot of peeing scenes it's not gay stuff (laughs) (laughs) it's so bros being bros but also really gay (laughs) yeah and i will genuinely say this I will say the manga in this aspect, the manga is better than the anime in my opinion. Yeah. Because the the way like he draws like chest hair, for example, <laughs> um, like it's just it's so like beefy. Like it, it like he really makes these guys look like men, whereas the anime <laughs> they just like literally draw like li- like a few lines on the chest, and that's that's considered chest hair. So it's all about men. Um, being men <laughs> but the but the yeah. best kind of men the men who care about like you know uh they care about gold and they care about uh a serpa and and getting it done you know, you know? and getting it done and then also like <clears throat> peeing on each other and peeing on each other <laughs> and, but also and then also bestiality and <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> um i will recommend one more and then i'll i'll i'll, I'll shut up because i talk too much um but just because we're we're talking about gaining it up or whatever, this is one of my favorite mangas, and I have to get the the fourth volume is coming out in English soon, I think, so I have to I have to grab it. But okay, so in in Japan, it was called Accept My Fist of Love. So you can I knew probably we're gonna talk about this one. You can probably understand how bad that sounds. So in in English, it's called Catch These Hands. And Catch these yeah. hands yeah. <laughs> with your butthole. <laughs> yeah, with your butthole. <laughs> Shout out Amelia for taking it there. I love it. Um, <laughs> fucking love it, dude. I thought you were um, gonna say Dick Fight Island, and I was like waiting for it. I haven't read that yet. Oh I haven't God. read it yet. Carl's read. Dick we read Fight that Island. in club. We read that in club. I'm confused at what the penises are. <laughs> That is just, it is totally irrelevant. It literally is totally irrelevant. Totally irrelevant. Dana, I'm just going to say that right now. Yeah. It doesn't matter. But um, Catch These Hands, like, I, so I love delinquent shit. Um, it's my favorite shit ever. I love delinquent. Um, 
my one of my favorite mangas also is Crows. So like, if that tells you anything, and worst. Um, hey Sam, you should read Tokyo Revengers. I'm gonna kick your ass. Um, <laughs> fucking love Tokyo Revengers. That's one years. you should read and not watch. Yeah, I've I read that one. Yeah, yeah, I kind of agree. Yeah, I, I the manga's better. Um, me and Danny like the manga better. Um, yeah, no, catch his hands. Like, so it's about these two girls, and they're adults. Like, the main uh, girl Ayako, she's kind of like, man, I'm doing nothing with my life. I suck, right? Damn, what the fuck? And she's like, well, I guess I better try and get a job or something, right? Because I, I can't buy beer if I don't have a job. <laughs> and so she's. She goes to the mall to get clothes, right? She's like, I need more respectable clothes. Like, I I can't, like, as an adult, just keep walking around with uh, black slacks and a, uh, a, you know, a varsity jacket. I need to fucking actually, like, buy decent clothes. And in, in one of the department stores, she runs into this girl named Kirara or Suramori. Kirara Suramori. And it turns out that in high school, they were delinquent rivals. And so... She kind of, they recognize each other, but, like, Kirara pretends like she doesn't remember. And then so she, like, calls her and finds out, like, you know, that she still lives in the same area. And she's like, meet me at the park. And she's like, oh, so you did recognize me at the store. And she's like, yeah. And she's like, okay, well, then what do you want? She's like, let's fight. And she's like, what? What the fuck, dude? We're, like, 20-some years old. Like, seriously, like, don't be like that. And she's like, no, I'm going to kick your ass. And if I win, you have to go on a date with me. And then it's like, of course, Kirara, even though she's like the more kind of innocent looking type and more, I guess you could say she's like the bottom, quote unquote, or whatever the fuck. But like, she kicks her ass. And <laughs> it's like the whole manga is them just trying to be like, trying to figure out how to date and be together. And it's really fucking cute. And it's, I don't know, man. It's. The ending is kind of lame, but, like, it's only four volumes, and the art is really cute. And it's super moe. It's, it's, it's pretty moe. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. the art, like, Murata does, like, this. I don't know. She hasn't done anything else, but, like, it's it's funny, dude. I like it. I love, well, I mean, I love delinquent shit. And I love gay shit. Like, and, and especially uh, femme gay stuff. So, like, you know, girl love and Yuri and stuff like that. I love all of it. So more people need to know about this. So I keep talking about it all the time. Mm-hmm. And as long as we're just like, as long as it's just us squirrels here, I can recommend more squirrel stuff. Read that shit. At least do me that. Okay. At least I'm, yeah, don't add a shit ton of manga to your list. Okay. But do me that solid. It's only four volumes. <laughs> <laughs> do me that one. Cause it's, it's good. I think it's cute. Um, again, the ending is kind of like whatever. It's kind of like eh, what I kind of hope they do more. I don't know if they're gonna or not, but um, that being said, um, uh, do you guys like gay stuff or? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we want to talk about gay stuff, like I can give you some boys love things. Stranger by the Sea. Yeah, that one's a good one. It is so good. Um, <laughs> have you read it though? Have I haven't. Fin- no, I didn't get to. It? I didn't get to. I we only. I only watched the movie with you, but I. I was. Okay. I want to read it. So I did. I did read. I did read Umi Bay, and I'm also currently reading um, the sequel 
which uh, which is uh, uh, Haru Kaze no a stranger. Um, so that one is pretty much it's a sequel to you know Seaside Stranger and their uh, who is it? Um, it's it's Shun and Neo and they're they're leaving Okinawa to go to Shun's. Uh, house like his parents house and stuff because apparently like he his father is ill and and he just wants to make sure that um his father is okay so they go back to Hokkaido and they start living with them um but once they get to their parents house um uh Hasimoto like his father is completely okay he just took a fall and everything like he's not sick or anything like that so and they kind of just like have a life together and Shun he kind of like because he's a he's a writer and so he has an editor and and his writer is closer uh than he was in Okinawa so it's kind of just them um their relationship and like how how Shun's career just like skyrockets and stuff after like he publishes this one book and, and stuff so it's it's really good and like you meet some really cute characters like you get to meet Shun's like uh stepbrother or not stepbrother like adoptive brother um Shun's parents adopted uh, a a child and so now like he lives with them and everything and so yeah it's it's pretty great <clears throat> i love it um if you really want like a really good story uh i would definitely check out uh seaside stranger which is umi bay uh another like really good manga that i'm reading um well i've only read like six chapters of it uh because it's it's just being translated into english and sen and i actually discovered this manga at Otakon when we went to the Dempa panel and it's called Happy Crappy Life and Ooh. it's it's pretty good it's 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 an adult like it's it's yaoi like it's boys love it's BL mm-hmm. um and excuse me and it's about uh Kazuya where he he like got demoted because he was involved in a scandal with his boss's daughter and so he like moves out into the boonies and so he's he's working for like the the sister company oh like of his company which is out in the countryside so it's like a smaller office um so now he's trying to like get his reputation back after this scandal um, but he's also like he loves girls, but he also likes to get fucked in the ass. Like he's an anal guy. So hot damn. <laughs> damn. And, and so and like he's living next to this like his neighbor. His neighbor is Kuzia, and his neighbor is like a neat and like he is he's not like he doesn't have a job or anything he's just like living off his grandmother's pension and stuff and he also just so happens to like anal and everything like that so but like Kazuya he he like meets 
his neighbor and his neighbor is like trying to like tape a dildo to a fan motor so that he can have like a motorized uh dildo so that he can <laughs> peg it up his <laughs> peg it up his ass just buy <laughs> so a sex machine to, literally so he doesn't have to do it himself so, <laughs> um yeah, so it's like, what is this stupid guy doing? Like, I can't, I can't do it with this. And so, like, he go, Kazuya goes to work, but then, like, he goes to, like, this, uh, like, ho- hostess uh, bar, and Kazuya just so happened to be there. And so they're drinking, and, you know, Kazuya is trying to, fi- like, figure out the story on why Kazuya is in the boonies and stuff, and so, like, he's getting even more drunk, and he, like, literally, like there were rumors floating around and Kuzia was like, wait, like, isn't the reason why you got demoted was because you're the boss's daughter who was your fiance was the one who was pegging you with a strap on. And like someone took a picture of it and sent it to your boss. And, you know, so like, and Kazuya was like, how did you know? Like that was supposed to not like, you know, be found out and everything. And yeah, so and then all of a sudden, like, they're they're going back home because Kazi is drunk. And they started talking. And Kuzia is all like, what's the problem with loving anal? Like, I like anal. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> they just start talking about anal sex and how, like, they wish they can have, like, a real dick to fuck them in the ass. And Kuzia was all like, well, I have a real dick, so do you want to try it out? And then it just goes on from there. It is like... <laughs> super slapstick hilariousness and i absolutely love it don't try this penis (laughs) try this penis (laughs) i love that it's so ridiculous but like the the art in it is uh, it's so i i it's like undescribable like to me even though it's like this like comic like comedic kind of thing but the facial expressions that um, Harada makes for her for their characters is just so awe-inspiring. Like when when Kazuya was talking about like why he got demoted in the bar and stuff, like you can literally see like he's ugly crying. You know, like mm. there are tears falling down his his cheeks, and like he's got like snot coming out of his nose and everything like that. It's like literally like you can feel that he's ugly crying and stuff. It's so well detailed for like a bl manga i would just put the cover i would just have posters of the covers on this on my wall oh, dude. the gosh, cover the designs cover are so, so good. good yeah the cover is so um, good i love it i, I love it i noticed molly yeah. soda posted this is this that kaiju girl thing yeah that's her yeah i'm, in, so I'm in love cute. already i'm in already so i'm in cute. i'm in <laughs> I'm i think in. i've only watched like the literal worst uh bl that you can super lovers dude Post a link to that. I mean, Post a link okay. to that joint. <laughs> so, it's like really, really bad age gap. Oh, okay. We'll still post a link. <laughs> and Strawberry Panic. Those are the two I've seen. Oh, Strawberry Panic. Oh, I remember God. Strawberry Panic. Yeah. OG. I... OG. I was OG. like, wait, anime is this too? Yeah. It's yeah. not just Naruto? <laughs> oh, my God. So, so, Courtney, now that we've all kind of recommended some things... Do you have any recommendations of any manga or even anime or uh, or horny? Well, actually, I was <laughs> going to say, 
that um my so i've just started tapping into bl and i think that's Amelia, you and i talked about this before where my gateway one was sasaki and miyana which came out uh, recently yeah yeah yes. that's a good one that's so a good, good one i though. love it mm-hmm. yeah but then Amelia was like, well, that's like one of the fluffier ones. There's some <laughs> more intense it feel is. out there. And it's so funny because Carl has not been like really exploring BL either. But the first sure. BL he ever read was Dick Fight Island. So we're kind of like on opposite <laughs> ends of the spectrum. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I like want to get into more It's like of Courtney it. is starting out with like like just starting out. But Carl's just all like, no, we're just going to get right down to it. Yeah. He'd he, he been done with the full Monty right away. He just was done. <laughs> yeah. He was like, no, before I'm going to see dicks, I'm going to I want to see some dicks. Yeah. <laughs> I do have banana fish on my watch list. That's a is that That's a BL? Suppo- yes. So yeah, I have not much. read that yet, but I heard it is very good. It's, it is. Yes. I never it's, finished it's, the anime because it, yeah. it was kind of getting boring in the middle, and I've always oh, okay. heard the manga was better. Um, but, uh, yeah, Danny. Yeah, has, that one is like is famously like it's it is it is probably one of the most famous BL that is out there right now. Is I that remember, a good segue from so, like the fluffiness of Sasaki and Miyano? Like it's, is that a good uh, well, it's also like a like a cuz it's also like a drama too. Like there's a cuz they're Okay. Cuz they're Yeah, uh, so sorry, I would ahead, say Dan. I mean, I would say Banana Fish I so like I said, I never read it. I've only watched like bits and pieces of the anime. Um but from what I've heard you know, Banana Fish, I would say, is a good introductory start for BL and everything. Um, honestly, I would say, like, I think a good segue for you, Courtney, to, to start reading more BL is probably Umibe, which is a Seaside Stranger. Mm-hmm. Um, even watching the movie would probably get you into, like, exploring more BL. And, and I was going to say like that. Uh, that or so. Given... Given. Oh yeah, oh, I've heard about is another good one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So. I'm actually looking at my to your your earlier question, Sam. I'm looking at my like manga list because I do have a handful that I'm like quote unquote reading, but just kind of like reading very piecemeal, and they're all like spicy. I don't know what's wrong with me. So <laughs> I have my oh, yeah, dress of darling because I was like, well, okay, after episode eleven of my oh, dress of darling, my dress I, of darling is so good. Yeah, I was like, I need to keep reading this, and it's really good. And then it I have. Really uh let's see i'm scrolling really quick here yona of the dawn but i admittedly am reading it more so for like the romance between yona and hawk because he's fucking hot uh yeah, but yeah, the story yeah. is also really really good and then i have yancha gal no anjo san which i think is like nasty girl anjo san which is a <laughs> manga and i'm like i like this shit <laughs> i admittedly like teasing stuff as long as it leads to like a really nice romance sure sure yeah, I dude. saw um, one that aired like back in like 2016 or something that's called Hitori Jime My Hero. And it's about this um, two boys that are like childhood friends and they kind of all live together with other boys and they're like delinquents or something. And one of them saves the other boy from like the delinquents of the neighborhood and then he falls in love with him. Oh, mm. that sounds mm. great. I'm pulling it up right shit. now. I like the art style. Yeah, it's really nice. It's like not as fluffy as Sasaki and Miyano. It's like a little bit more realistic, but you still get like the butterflies and uh, the dog is a corgi. So perfect, right? The butterflies. Oh my god! Here's so here's <laughs> here's what I hate in BL. Sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes, 
and in GL. So just romance in general, actually. I do not want to get butterflies because sometimes when I get... Okay, so something you need to know about me is I'm the kind of, like... Not to get TMI, but I'm the kind of bitch where sometimes if I do get butterflies, I get horny. And so, like... You know, like I'll be reading a nice romance or something, and they be holding hands and kissing, and I'm like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then what? <laughs> I know, right? Sometimes you kind of wish like you could see the the and then what part. Courtney like, knows after this. I want to see. Yeah. Okay, I want to know once they become canon. Like then what? You know, mm-hmm. even if it just leads to a little like half naked cuddling, like that's why I want to see that. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you know, it doesn't have to be. You don't have to be fucking all the time, and some people don't do that, so it's fine. But like. Come on, just let me see a little bit. You're already drawing it. Just let me see. <laughs> I think that's that's part of the reason Dulgens exist. Some of those Dulgen artists right. give us like the what if, <laughs> like yeah, the what you're happens right. after. <laughs> I um recently made an Enhentai account because I people were recommending me Dulgens, um, because I was like, hey, can you guys recommend me some more? I want to get more into Dulgens, right? And they were recommending me some, and I was like, I should probably make an account on here so I can like save these, so I can refer back to them. But um, I even like. Cause, and it's funny that we, you bring that up because Comic-Cat 102 is happening right now. And, um, which I think I mentioned earlier. But, um, uh, you know, a lot of artists will go there and sell their doujins or whatever. And I like how a lot of doujins, too, can just be, like, art books. They're just, like, zines. You know what I mean? They're just, like, a short art book. You know, they have a, a couple of art pieces in it, you know. And one mm-hmm. of the ones I have is... I got it from a website, and uh, the artist's name is Keike Motsu, um, and it's called Egg Sushi, and it's just a, it's like a color palette of just yellow, black, and white outfits, and like, these girls are just like in uh, swimsuits and stuff, and this was really cute. I love, I love that. It's just so good. I love things like that, but yeah, dude, like uh, even then, you know, it's just like. All right, get naked. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, That's why yeah. Two Love Room is so good. Do you tell, yeah, dude, seriously? People will look at to Two imagine. Love Room. Yeah, people will look at Two Love Room and just be like, oh, it's just girl smut. And it's like, yeah, and? What's your point? Yeah. Like, it's really good at what it does. Like, Canes doesn't need to have anything else in the menu than chicken fingers because they're really good at chicken fingers. <laughs> so shut up. You know what I mean? My I have a I had a booby booby mouse pad that was Tula Rue and it was um oh, what was her name? The blonde the blonde haired girl. That's what I had before. And and it was like it was a, it was a it was her butt. It wasn't Darkness. Booby. Dark I think it was dark. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I had a I had a supersonica one. Oh, jelly. Also my uh, waifu. I fucking love her. I don't care if the anime if people think the anime is shit. She is so cute and she I have has a hundred cats. I have a yes, that's like I have a Super Pachaco figure because I have Super Pachaco. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to get a Sonico one. Um, but then Danny, Danny would get like those loot crates, you know, the anime loot crates. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Sam, I'm not going to use this. Do you want it? And she sends me a picture and it's Keijo. It's the main girl from Keijo, but it's a booby, play- a booby mouse pad. And I'm like, yes. But it's not a booby mouse. Ma- it's her butt mouse pad. Oh, shit. No, it's a booby one. It's her boobs. No, it was a butt one. I'll do. I'll send you a picture right now. I- I'm pretty sure it was its butt. I just sent it. I, no, I'm look. I'm looking at because I use it for my work laptop. 
which they don't know, you know. So it's like, who cares? But like, <laughs> no, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's the, it's the main girl because she uses her main. She uses uh, her boobs more. Mm. She does the shore you can. I mean, I wouldn't know. I never watched it. So. You should. It's so good. <laughs> I'm okay. Danny's like, no, nah, I don't want to. No, yeah, it's her boobies. It's her boobies. I I do want a butt one though. I need more butts. There was one where my brother was looking at one for he wanted to get an anime mouse pad from for like Demon Slayer because he's my brother's like into Demon Slayer now, and of course like a bunch of booby butt ones come up, and there was one that was uh, I forget his name. Is it Tenga? The, the really hot one that we just saw in the red light oh, district. Tengen? Yeah, Tenga. Yeah, Hashira. And it was his butt, and I was like, damn, kind of want this one. <laughs> it's they gave him the dumpy. But yeah, Corny, get, Corny knows. Corny Dude, he's it. built like a brick shit house. So I imagine he's thick down there. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he is. <laughs> this is the way you said that. It's like, Dude, he's thick. He's thick down there. <laughs> thick. Thick, not even like with a K at the end. Thick with two C's. In the yeah. front, in the front or in the back, Corny. Both. 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 <laughs> oh man. So yeah, no man. Uh, yeah, I. I'm glad that we have. I'm glad that we're walking away from this girl talk with more recommendations of things to watch and read because. You know, and not everything. Like again, not everything has to be horny. It just happened to end that way but like <laughs> man like well even like i said earlier when when danny was sharing these innocent screen caps i was like no that makes me horny like just, you know what i mean like i mean maybe it's just because Courtney, did I, I don't know if i missed it but did you recommend anything i can't remember. who me on the manga front no, if you oh corny yeah corny yeah yeah corny yeah on the manga front if you like teasing anime like i do or teasing stories and i, w- I would recommend um yancha gal no anjo-san which again i i'm not sure if this is the official translation but i think it's like naughty girl or nasty girl gotcha, anjo-san gotcha. um because that one is like it's it has like nagatoro vibes in the beginning but it does like trend toward a more wholesome story and i actually like it better than nagatoro mm-hmm. so i would mm-hmm. say if you want something that's like horny but wholesome that's a good one yeah okay okay just making sure that we got your I found it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She looks like a Gaiaru. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I that's like one of my favorite archetypes. I love Gaiarus, dude. Oh, me too, dude. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Amelia gets it. Yeah. <laughs> I, so, I, I, I follow Egg on TikTok. They always oh, post okay. videos. Oh, my God. That's a life hack. If you like Gaiarus, literally follow Egg on TikTok. Okay. I'm going to go look it up right now. That's one of the Gal, um, gal Mags. Ooh. Nice. Ooh. Yeah, dude. You know what? Let's go around really quick before we get out of here. <laughs> Favorite girl archetypes? Mine is Gaiaru's and Yandere's. Absolutely. And uh, and delinquents, of course. Delinquents. I yeah. might have to say the same. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> I think I kind of like like the blend between like a Himedere, like a princess, and like a Sundere. To just like the mean girls. It's kinda kinda like how I'm obsessed with male Sundares. It's it's the same thing. Like I just love when you can like watch their walls come down when they that facade melts because they find like the one that they're obsessed with you like uh ojo samas the ones that go oh ho, 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 ho. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah as tropey as that is yeah <laughs> i love it i love it 
Danny, what do you like? Danny, Danny, I can't, I don't know. I never know what Danny likes. I like, I have such like a, a like mixing pot. Like I, yeah, Danny's like, like, I I like a lot of things. Like I don't have just like a specific type. Um, like I'm looking at my, my favorites, like my, the favorite characters that I have on my, my Annie list and like at least the females that I have on there. I have Sakura Kinamoto. I have Erd from Oh My Goddess. Uh, Nana, Nana Osaki from Nana. Uh, yeah, Nana. Mako- M- uh, Makoto Sailor Jupiter. I also have uh, Hanako from um, Asobe Asubase. Uh, I have. Um, I have Agate from Witch Hat. Um, they're all kind of different, but they're all like, kind of they're, they're so all really different. cute though. Yeah, they're like really they're so though, different yeah. and everything. Um, I do like like so like most uh, like most recent. I do like Kana from um, uh, Oshinoko. So like I would say like Kana is definitely more of like she's on the sundere aspect um but i i feel like she's definitely the type of person that is like she does what is right and everything and she's kind of like a hard ass um and like within witch hat like that's the same thing for like agate like agate is a very big like hard ass kind of like character like she's kind of like the unlikable character in the beginning but then like Mm -hmm. all of a sudden you kind of start liking her because like she you start to understand on on like why she's the way she is and stuff. They would never let their so. personality, hard or cold or not, compromise their morals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I definitely like my my like my archetypes are like so ad- like literally they're they're all over the place. <laughs> so I I, I, like, I, w- I don't um... yeah I don't really think I have like a specific sure. I love um, like the Emoto archetype. All my characters are like way younger that I like, like uh, Hachikuji and um, Ruri from uh, Orimo. But I also really Ah. love like really strong females like Marin from my dress up darling yeah yeah waifu yeah yeah i either like the little sisters that i can protect with all my heart or i like the moms that are gonna dominate me <laughs> you know yeah i'm kind of the same way. god i, I like, feel that <laughs> i have a lot of like strong females so like faye valentine on here like unapologetically yeah. themselves mm-hmm. lisa lisa from yeah. jojo mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. lisa lisa of yeah. on here like I, I like those characters too mm-hmm I think it's really funny that Danny says that because, like, in my manga, which is for patrons only, um, I wrote Danny. I designed her to be really cute, but like, I wrote her to be quick-witted and badass. So, like, hell yeah. So, because I'm quick-witted, like, yeah, <laughs> I am my my per my actual personality. Like, I am. I am definitely like the mom type. Like I'm the mom friend, for sure. She's like, a short mom. Wh- when when we went like when uh, when I went to Otakon and I met like Sen and Kai and and Hunter and stuff, you know I like everyone was so surprised on how prepared I was. Like I had I had like 
biofreeze with me. I had um I had a a knee knee brace with me just in case. I brought snacks. Like I literally <laughs> brought an entire cooler of like drinks and like refrigerated snacks. I brought Uncrustables and I had Hell like a yeah. whole I had like a whole big bag of just like dry snacks. I had gummy bears. I had like uh, like the fruit, the organic fruit strips that you get from Target. Um, you know, I had like, he- I even had like healthy snacks. I had like dried apples and like I had veggie snack, like spicy veggie snacks and stuff. Like I was, that's that's me. Like I am like the mom friend out of everything, and I am definitely definitely like short. Like like I I am very like qu- like a quick witted type of person like you're gonna clap at me i'm gonna clap right back when me and danny go to the movie <laughs> so. theaters we carry the big purses you know what i mean oh yeah, 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 like, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm the person that will like smuggle in snacks instead yeah. of like buying like the 12 dollar popcorn y'all yeah. i smuggle awesome. in mcdonald's i'll smuggle <laughs> in chick-fil-a i mean the whole meal one time i brought chipotle <laughs> Oh my god. I don't think I've gone that far. No, that's sick. That's fucking dope. That is so fucking dope. No, dude, fucking, because, like, yeah, like, in one of the panels, like, um, me and Danny are about to go, like, and these are fictionalized versions of ourselves, right? Like, we can't actually fucking do some of the things I'm, I'm making us do in it. But, like, um, which is kind of meta, right? Because, like, there's lines in it where I kind of point out, like, the the writer versus the character kind of thing in it. But, um, you know, in the big, be- there's one part in the beginning of one of the chapters where like, I'm eating shrimp chips. Cause in real life, I always eat them. I'm, I always have a bag of them. Um, I love shrimp chips. And, uh, so Danny's like, are you eating shrimp chips again? And I'm like, <laughs> eating shrimp chips helps me think. Shut up. Right. And she's like, Oh, no wonder you go through 50 bags of them a week. <laughs> just like man shut up like you know like i rate i write those things in there but i draw her really cute because i don't want people to look at her as like a firecracker kind of oh she's a little firecracker like that's not what i want i want people to look at her as like um she can be two things at once or three things at once and so uh her character is like a little bit more peeled their layers are more peeled back in the beginning than it is with me and Nick's characters. But later, as I have written more of it later, I've kind of peeled back more of the other characters and stuff. And, like, I kind of, like, I think that's probably why if you're a girl listening to this right now, you just discovered our podcast and you're listening to this right now, or you're listening to the Strictly series or the Otaku Host Club podcast, like, and you're you're just getting into anime, honey, there are so many so many shows and manga out here that you could that you'll find you'll probably relate to more than one kind of character and you'll feel more confident being the kind of person you are if somebody calls you a bitch because you're direct they they probably needed to get called out for a long time let's just say that right mm-hmm. if somebody calls you a hoe because you uh, like to dress like Kaede from, uh, you know, Onimai, they probably are insecure. You know what I mean? Like, that's just, like, what it is. You're going to find so there's That's why, that's probably why we feel safe talking to each other about anime and manga the way that we do, right? It's because 
we have already we're already at that point now where we have found characters who we can all love and relate to in our own ways and that's why like in the beginning when we talked about it right how like the the community the otaku and sense of community is like definitely more open now than it was back then you know back then you know i and i don't know how old courtney and amelia are but like you know me and daniel are on the same age um you know when we were in junior high and we were younger we got made fun of for it you know what i mean where now that's not the case now it's like yeah i got fucking anime titties on my shirt what about it like what are you gonna <laughs> what are you gonna do about it and then their response is gonna be like oh nothing i was just gonna say it was cool you damn right it's cool because it's titties <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> and i think that's important not that this like episode had a, a point to it because it didn't it was just gonna be us girls bitching and moaning the whole time but like you know i just like think that's important i think uh I think some people are afraid to get made fun of for that kind of stuff, and I don't think you should be afraid, because who cares? And if your friends make fun of you, then they're probably born your friends to begin with. So, mm -hmm. like, you know. The only thing I'll make fun of Danny for is, uh... What do I make fun of Danny for? I don't think I make fun of make fun of her for anything she that likes. That I hate actually. Cheetos. Oh yeah, she doesn't like Cheetos. That's the thing. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> like, what kind of what the fuck is your problem, honestly, dude? Like, <laughs> come oh, on. <laughs> Anyways, favorite snack foods before we go: Doritos and Cheetos. Doritos, Cool Ranch. Cool Ranch. Oreos. Yeah. Oreos. Oreos. I like chocolate. Yes. Wait. I like all those things. I got a better question, and this one's just for Courtney. What was like the weirdest craving you had when you were pregnant, if you had any? Ooh. Um. So I had cravings, but they weren't like anything wild, like pickles okay. and peanut butter. It was more stuff that was like just random. Like I was had had this week where I just wanted like bread and butter, and then there was another <laughs> week where I just wanted like burritos, and then another week where I was like. I just really want a PB and J. So they were like really intense <laughs> cravings, but nothing weird. So maybe I was lucky in that regard. <laughs> nothing weird, but like the spectrum of what you wanted slid really far from week to week. Yeah, and Carl yeah. had a hard time keeping up. He's like, "Okay, we're doing Mexican this week. Okay, we're we're doing PB and J's this week. Okay." <laughs> Carl's like on his fourth burrito. Oh, He's Carl. like, "God yeah. damn it!" <laughs> he was great the whole time. He was very patient with me. <laughs> Shout out, Carl! Shout out, Carl! Shout out, Carl, dude. Um, Courtney and Amelia, I, I really appreciate you taking time today. I know it's Sunday. It was kind of short notice. And uh, for some of you, it's your recording day. So. And Courtney being like a mom, you know, like that's, you know, taking time for me and Danny and hanging out with us and having squirrel time. I appreciate squirrel time very much. And um, uh, we should do more of these, you know, now that we... Because we hadn't done it in a long time. Hell yeah. Yeah, and I'm always down. Thank you for having us on to be, you know, girls and chat with each other. Yes. Yeah, I love it. Always want more, <laughs> like, female representation in the otaku community. Mm -hmm. Particularly just... on podcasts. Like, I know there are, there are probably some, like, out there already, but, like, in I the, feel like In terms of anime podcasting, a... though, like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not a lot. Should be more. <laughs> Should yes. be more. 
there is the Shoujo Sunday podcast, but they're they're really busy a lot. They their their schedule is like planned. Yeah. They're really organized. We'll just say that. They're really good at what they do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um yeah, no, like um absolutely what Danny said. Hell yeah, dude. So I appreciate it. Next time we have girl time, we'll have a we'll do it around a topic and instead of just being um you know, horny for two hours. But like <laughs> <laughs> next time we'll do we'll we'll center on a topic. But if you guys want to hear more of the Strictly series and Otaku Host Club podcast, um, I mean their their podcasts are on wherever you hear ours. So, you know, like uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all the good stuff. And also you should join their Discords because the communities uh that they have cultured in their Discords are also fucking amazing. Fucking fun people, great people in there. I love Carl and Dan, and uh, I haven't talked to uh, the other hosts of the Otaku Host Club podcast, but he's pretty yeah, nice. He's quiet. Yes, he's a quiet boy. He's quiet, and then you <laughs> he's also a behind have... the scenes kind of boy. But and then you also have the Christella, our producer. Christella, yeah, she's Christella. Our, um, our podcast mom. She gets us on topic. <laughs> okay, so you guys have an actual producer. We just have Honey Bear. And she's a, yeah, she's oh. a fucking cat. So she's just she's she's a fat cat. She gets it done. It was me, but I got too busy. You got too busy. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, I need to help, guys. Yeah. So shout out Christella to girl power. Christella, what's up? What's up with it? We're here. Okay. So next time, if you have a topic that you want to, you want us girls to do for girl time, let us know, and we'll fucking do it. Okay. Otherwise, in the meantime, you can go to links.animesummit.net and uh, follow all the links right there. And then we'll put link trees or websites in the description for the Strictly series and the Otaku Host Club podcast where you guys can go follow them. And also, you can follow Lou Drip by Amelia on TikTok. And yeah. and in their Discord profile, the store link is there too. I'm actually eyeing, I'm actually eyeing a couple things right now in my... Uh, I haven't put it in my cart yet. I'm just looking. I've had the I've had the tab open since we did the <laughs> since, yeah, since we did the uh, um, the the SmackDown. I've had the tab open. <laughs> Fun fact is, um, my mom sews all of the bags that you see. Oh, sick! Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, there's a there's this. Uh, oh, I found it across. It's a cross body bag, like an iPad shaped bag. Yeah. And it's it says it's um it's got like it's like pink and black and it says Lou Drip, but it's part of the I'd rather be watching hentai collection, which is yeah really cool. That's um, like a a really good seller at conventions. <laughs> dude, it's, it's so good. It's so good. Um, I love it. I love it. Um, so uh, yeah, I'll put links in there for all that stuff in the description. Okay, so get some Lou Drip. Get some Lou Drip stuff. And for y'all asking about our merch store, um, it's coming. Like, it's actually way sooner than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be, like, another month here. No, not even. It's, like, in the next couple weeks. So, you know, calm down, okay? Stop yelling at me, okay? I got things to do, all right? Me and Danny have to go to the stout, all right? We have things to buy at the stout, like milk and eggs and... uh, comic books and such. Lettuce flavored Gatorade. Lettuce flavored Gatorade. 
for Nick. Okay, it's the only flavor he likes. Okay, we, we've tried to get him on the blue kind. He doesn't like it, so... Jeez. Just lay off, okay? Stop yelling at Danny. Okay, she's got enough on her plate. Got... Anyways... I love you guys very much. I love you and Amelia and Courtney. I love you, Danny. And, uh... Um... Again, thanks for listening every week, y'all. Appreciate it. Appreciate all your support. I love you, and I love you just the way you are. I've been Sam. That's been Danny. That's Courtney from the Strictly series. That's Amelia from the Otaku Host Club podcast. And this has been the Anime Summit podcast. Woo! I was going to say, are we wooing? or? I didn't woo. I'm sorry. I stopped my my recording after that.